Welcome, Dr. James Beckett, Sports Card Insights. Recap episode. Want to recap the last 20 or so, the last four weeks. Starting with episode 499, going up through 518. But first, thanks sponsors. Heritage Auctions, Huggins Scott Auctions, Mike Stadium Sports Cards, Burbank Sports Cards, Compsy.com, Beckett Media, Beckett Grading, Beckett Authentication, Panini, Upper Deck, and Tops. The first one, it was uh, in there right before Father's Day, 499, was <laughs> grandfather, father, and son with the Newmans, Barry, John, and Jordan. John is uh, well-established in the industry since he was seven years old, as he reminds us in Sports Card Nation, one of the podcasts I listen to regularly. It was a lot of fun seeing the generational transfer. That's one of the reasons I try to do timeless episodes. You could listen to that any time of the year. As you found out <laughs> the very next day, pretty tough to contain the Newmans, John especially, into a delimited format. So we went uh, overtime, and so I gave you the extras on uh, this Saturday morning, 499A. 499B was Mike Moynihan's dad, Palmer, came on with them to do a father and son for the Moynihans. Mike's just uh, finished his uh, hobby palooza. I think an excellent contribution to the health of the industry. And Palmer, his dad, is famous for talking about the shallow end of the gene pool. But what we did learn that there is a collecting gene. I really do believe there is. It's nature and it's nurture. And Mike certainly got a nice helping from his dad, Palmer. So thanks, Palmer, for stepping in and being more than just the announcer for Mike's show. 500 was the recap. 501 was another father and son right after Father's Day with Mike Fruitman's son. Sam helps him in the card shop. And Sam also works for the Nuggets as a clubhouse attendant. What a cool job. But uh, Sam seems like a, a fine young man, as you might expect, with an outstanding dad, and wish him great success in his uh, future endeavors. Same thing with Rhett Palmer. 502 was the last of the father-sons that, that I did for this year. Uh, already some people said, hey, pick me for next year. So I'm making a list for next year. So Ron and Rhett Palmer, one of my favorite tables to visit at the shows around here. They're a great team. They're pretty in sync for a father and son. And I like that. I think it's it's fun to play together as a parent with your child. It's also great to work together. It's been a real-world experience for Rhett, and it seems like he's well on his way as he goes to college next year. 503 was the outtakes from Go GTS Live with Rob and Ivan in uh, Counter distinction to this show, they do interviews, I do interviews, but they do a lot of giveaways. And the reason they can do that, they, they get some nice product from the manufacturers, they give it away, but it's a live giveaway. I'm not doing live. It doesn't seem fair to give in arrears. Uh, maybe I'll figure out a way to do that at some point, but they're a lot of fun to listen to. And I was their interview subject uh, a few weeks. And as usual, when I do these outtakes, I try to eliminate the stuff that's already been covered. And again, Rob and Ivan were a lot of fun. And I look forward to doing that again. 504 was just the what if of what would it take to get impeached from the Hall of Fame, from any Hall of Fame. And I'm not talking about the Card Collectors Hall of Fame. I'm talking about the, the Baseball Hall of Fame or football or basketball. We live in a cancel culture now. And if, if later generations disagree with your politics or your certain kinds of attitudes, you can be kicked out. But I don't think that in my research and the feedback I got afterwards that if somebody gets in the Hall of Fame, they're in the Hall of Fame. They're in there for being a player mainly. If they don't get in, it's sometimes because they would have been impeached because they have behavior that prohibited the voters, at least, their opinions for, for voting them in. I'm not going to mention any names, but you know who I'm talking about. 504A was uh, the, one of the six listener questions. I said 6.0 just to differentiate them. That's the sixth time I've done that. And just so I'll know if somebody says, well, which episode? And I accumulate them, and that's been a lot of fun. Some of the uh, suggestions and comments and questions I get are, they're not worth 15 minutes. Maybe they are worth 15 minutes, but I, I probably only have two or three minutes to say. So accumulating five or six listener questions, it's a lot of fun. So keep your questions coming, drjamesbeckett at gmail.com. Uh, 504B were the outtakes from uh, the golden age of cardboard with Mike Moynihan, his show. 
Again, very vintage. I'm trying to cover the, the whole waterfront of modern as well as vintage. But vintage was my first love, and it, it is for Mike as well. We had a good time. It, it's him interviewing a veteran collector like that's pretty savvy, has some ways of asking different kinds of questions, and I enjoyed it. And 505, the next one, was Mike's origin story. It seems a little strange that I'm giving an origin story, but it's just the way I structure the episode. It, it, Mike talks about his origin, how he got started in collecting, and that's after we'd already done outtakes from his show and the father-son episode with his dad. But again, this is podcasting. There are no rules. As I've said, I've given myself permission to be non-linear, and that there is no ordering that is uh, essential. I had several episodes there with Mike, and all of them were enjoyable, and all of them are recommended, including his show, Golden Age of Cardboard, and his uh, baseball collector videos on YouTube. 506 was outtakes from Sports Card Nation with John Newman. This is different because it's John interviewing me. He's uh, trying to ask me questions that he think would be of interest to his audience. As I said, I, I try to peel off uh, a, a few uh, threads there that are a little bit different than things I'd already said. 507 was the second half of my interview with Dr. Eric Strachan, the psychologist. Uh, I like to look at the hobby from different angles. As I said, I think education is the, one of the keys to success. It's a lot of fun in the hobby, but it's a lot of fun when you know what you're doing and what the pitfalls are. And Sometimes people have temptations or predilections or other psychological things that they need to uh, guard against. So Eric and I batted a bunch of things around, had a good time. 508 was the interview with John Brogy that Rich and I did. So fun to have Rich anytime, but uh, Rich is close with the Brogy family as well and uh, excited about this national coming up. I try to make uh, timeless evergreen episodes. Uh, You're probably going to get more out of that episode if you listen to it before the national. Not that we were doing heavy predictions, other than I think we're all pretty bullish that this is going to be a great national. 509 was my the origin story with David Lee. I remember when he was just a kind of a college student, came to work at our company, and we must have chosen wisely. We got some great uh, young people in our intern program who went on to great success, and David is a great example of that. So he was uh, with Beckett Publications during my regime, and then has done other great stuff as well. 509A, B, and C, the end of June, early July, there's just an amazing flurry of timely stories. And I'm not trying to be the, the most timely because I'm a daily podcast and others do that very well. But the name, image, and likeness, there's way more to come on that. It's going to get um, messy before it gets structured. It will get structured, but it's going to be for a while until they they shape it in a way that uh, makes sense, that will not be so chaotic. 509B and C were the Blackstone acquisition and the collector's holdings acquisitions of, uh, of key players in our industry. CCG, the major grading entity, valued $500 million, and then Golden Auctions, which is on the move as well. Like I said, I'm trying to do timeless episodes. If you listen to those episodes a year from now, you'll get my thoughts at the time of the announcement. And what I'm trying to do on all these things, just like the tributes, I, I don't want to rehash an obit. I, I want to give my own take on it of a person that I knew. So the Mike Burkus episode from a couple of years ago. I encourage you to go back. Mike Burkus, his uh, imprint is all over the national. That's worthy. But uh, like these uh, acquisitions, I, I want to give you my thoughts beyond what's mentioned in the press releases. But that's from my own experience. I encourage you to listen to those. 510 was dueling questions with Mike Moynihan. That's a lot of Mike Moynihan these two weeks. But again, it's mostly vintage. Some of you really look for my vintage episodes, especially with Rich and Mike Moynihan now, who's, who's great. Brett McGrath, a fellow uh, wrestling uh, aficionado. He has a lot of fun on his show. And so we did uh, kind of a reciprocal home and away. And then dueling questions. Have a lot of fun listening to his show. And we had uh, some good back and forth on our dueling questions. And then dueling questions 512 with Jay Schwartz. I have uh, had uh, various intersections with Jay over the decades. We're filling the gaps of what you've been up to. 
He's gone on to a great career in the hobby and in academics. 513, uh, the show table optimization with Ron and Rhett Palmer. I got them both on. I was curious. I had tables at shows back in the 70s. It's probably the last time I really set up at shows, but they've got a system down. I was just curious to what extent they wanted to share the how and the why. I can see what they're doing, but uh, why they're doing it, how they're doing it, and uh, what it takes. They've got a system and they do it well. They make it fun, so they're doing it with a smile. I'd be pretty exhausted if I had as many cards as they have. Uh, put out there. I, I don't think I'm asking them stupid questions, but they get a lot of people asking them questions and they're very patient. Again, a good episode to hear straight from them. 514 was the hobby CEO challenges with Rich. This was Rich asking me, there's got to be some similarities when you were the, the CEO at, at Beckett. And, and uh, that was another time when the, the hobby was in, in Fuego. What are the similarities between now and then? And again, I think most of the CEOs in the industry now, I, I give them good marks. It's really tough when you're having growth like this to not uh, have uh, problems and they're making tough decisions and doing it. 514A was the what if on the stagnant prices. Again, it wasn't a trick episode, but that's happened before. So we shouldn't be upset. You'll be upset if you're a flipper, if prices stay the same. You can't flip unless you can buy below market and sell above market. But if the perception is the prices aren't moving that much, and we, we could be entering a, a period like that. Again, don't the sky's not falling if prices stay the same for a while. It's it's happened in the past, and we're here to uh, talk about it. 514B was the teaches to grade. I, I don't think it's in the best interest of the major grading companies, for sure. Uh, they, uh, to have a black box, to have a little bit of mystery, that you can't be exactly sure how they do it. I don't think that works against them. I think it works for them. And it's built into the brand. The brand is a big deal. If you have a nondescript grading company, it's pretty tough to break it into the upper tier of grading companies that get a premium for their products. It's not a long list. 515 was the interview with Kyle uh, Robertson, a very successful uh, show promoter here in uh, the Dallas area. And it was just a conversation, as you might expect, with uh, Kyle and his easygoing style. Uh, a couple of years ago, he was doing 30, 40, 50 table shows. And then now he's doing 500, 600, 700, and he's the same guy. So. Thanks, Kyle. Thought 16 was combo cards with Rich. Long history of combo cards. Vintage and new started in the vintage. And again, Rich's inimitable style. We batted that around for a while. 517, David Lee. He's got an online collecting course, virtual course, and it's seven hours. And guys, it's almost free. Worth checking out, if not for yourself, for maybe a friend. I, I really hate to see people get into the industry and get discouraged because it's so overwhelming, the amount of knowledge that they think they might have to be able to compete and enjoy uh, a hobby that's gotten increasingly complicated. 518 was uh, this podcast opportunity to give a, a prep for the National Sports Collectors Convention uh, a prep show. Brad Askew sent me some things he's doing to get ready. And I thought, well, that sounds pretty thoughtful. Maybe some people would enjoy that. I enjoyed looking at them. It caused me to think. But every podcast, it seemed like, is going to do that. And every YouTuber is going to tell you how to get ready for the national. And I'm not saying this is the best. It's certainly not the only. You should pick and choose and, and just see. Brad uh, probably coming at a little bit more as an advanced collector and as an Eddie Murray super collector. But uh, we had a good time and uh, he's been on before. It was enjoyable. Finally, the National Sports Collectors Convention is, is next week. I'll see you there. Pop in. I'm, I'm going to be floating. I'll be either sitting or floating. <laughs> and uh, I think Rich will be there. Newsflash. Rich sometimes knows where I am and I bet it media guys sometimes know where I am as well. I try to float a little bit and then camp out a little bit, but I look forward to meeting uh, many of you next week. Have a great day and thanks again. Bye. The man in the house.